Duffy Tavern, where your late meat to eat. I can demand you speaking. Duffy ain't here. Oh, hello, Duffy. Uh, tonight, a real big shot, Duffy. Monty Woolley. And that ain't hay. <laughs> well, is it? Well, uh, you remember Woolley Duffy, the, uh, you know, the wise old actor with a sage old brush. <laughs> Well, look, Duffy, somebody's got to play Santa Claus at the Christmas party, so, you know, as long as Monty's going to be here, you, you know, the old Adagio, a, a beard and a hand. <laughs> yeah, sure, I'll ask him. Well, I'll call you back, Duffy. Gentlemen, welcome to Duffy's Tavern. Come in and meet Finnegan, Eddie the waiter, Miss Duffy, our singer Bob Graham, Beat Beat Reeves and his orchestra, and our special guest tonight, Monty Woolley, and Archie himself, Ed Gardner. Hey, Eddie, uh, where's the soap? The soap? Uh, Miss Arthur, you got a new girl? <laughs> no, Eddie, I want to write a poem on a mirror. Poem on the mirror? Certainly, the annual Christmas poem. And Eddie, if I do say so, it's probably the finest opus I have ever opened. <laughs> you know, got that real Christmas flavor. Mm. Say, any chance of fella not hearing it? <laughs> Certainly, Eddie. Uh, listen to this thing. Uh, Merry Christmas to you all. Be of bright cheer and joyous. Leave us you a log on the fire. And leave not north annoy us. <laughs> Come lift your beakers and quaff us a soul. Kiss Kringles abroad in the snow. I quaff, lads, and laugh, lads. Ha-ha. Hee-hee. <laughs> Ho-ho. <laughs> you like it, Eddie? It'll go beautifully with that cracked mirror. <laughs> okay, here's the soap. And, Eddie, uh, while I'm doing this, how about you Christmasing up the joint a little bit there? Here, hang up these wreaths. Yeah, where will I hang them? Well, leave one dangle over each table. <laughs> That's a good idea. Then after each customer's finished eating, uh, we can just lay the wreath right on his chest. <laughs> <laughs> Eddie, don't be so persistent. Oh, yeah, Miss Duffy. Where do you think is the best place for me to hang these mistletoes? Well, how many you got there? Let's see. One, two, three, four, five. Miss, Miss Duffy, you're going to hang seven mistletoes around this joint? Well, what do you want me to do? Stand in one place all the time? <laughs> well, uh, you mean to tell me that you got all these traps set for Brackenbridge Hearts and Soda? Oh, him. Oh, him? What's the trouble? Oh, I just found out what he's getting me for Christmas. A two-dollar bottle of perfume. Isn't that cheap? Well, now, wait a minute, Duffy. You know, two dollars a bottle for perfume might not be cheap. It all depends. Is it a quarter or a fifth? <laughs> Archie, everybody knows that perfume don't come in quarts or fifths. This is a pint. <laughs> Maybe he would get me a fur coat or maybe an alligator bag. Or... An alligator bag? What would you do with it? You ain't got an alligator. <laughs> oh, what's the use of standing here talking to 
talking to you. Once a man, always a man. And you can say that again. <laughs> Eddie, Eddie, did you ever, you ever beat the likes of these dames? They're all so mercenary, you know? That is so You know, that Sonia Jones of mine is still expecting that mink coat. Plus. Plus what? Plus a diamond bracelet and a ruby engagement ring, which I also promised her. You see, the other night I sort of took her off, and when we talked about the mink coat, she kind of put her arms around me, and then I mentioned the diamond bracelet, and she gave me a great big kiss. Then I saw the ruby ring. Uh-huh. <laughs> Eddie, are you crazy? Comes Christmas and she'll kill you. Uh, who cares? <laughs> Live dangerously is my motto. <laughs> You know, with me, I ain't got no problems. I'm giving every dame I know the same present. A nice, practical gift. And yet, it's attractive. What is it? Picture me. <laughs> uh, you see, I had six lovely portraits made. Yeah, well, how much did it set you back? Let's say there were three for quarter. <laughs> uh, and there were six of them. Uh, it came to uh, six times three and a quarter. Of it, uh, Roughly around a half a buck. <laughs> and that takes care of my list. Say, well, what you gonna give him a stuffy? What am I gonna get for stuffy? Teddy, for stuffy, I will get exactly what he always gets me. And that is something which you can find in a vacuum which has been cleaned out by a vacuum cleaner. <laughs> oh, oh, hiya, Finnegan. Gosh, that you here with me tonight. Who? Me brother Wilfred. Wilfred? Yeah. Is, there, is that the tall, fat, ugly one? No, that's me mother. Tonight, Wilfred is me kid brother. You know, the black sheep of the family. The black sheep of the family? Yeah, the one with the brains. <laughs> oh, yeah, I remember him. Uh, Very smart kid. Oh, yeah. Uh, hey, Archie, what's an IQ? An IQ? Uh, why? Me kid brother's got one. <laughs> well, you see, Finnegan, that proves that he is a very bright boy. Yeah? Uh, yeah, yes. Uh, IQ is a scientific abbreviation for a very smart person. Uh, liberally translated, it means uh, intelligent quadruped. <laughs> well, that's very interesting. Yeah. Uh, I'm telling you, this brother of mine is very smart. <laughs> He's really got his worry. You see, the rest of our family is just normal, average people. Uh, like me. <laughs> and Paul Wilfred has to be a genius. Yeah, well, that's up. That's uh, uh, when did you find it out? Well, uh, we first realized that he was abnormal when we seen him reading the paper without moving his lips. <laughs> Tell him, maybe the kid has been through equipped. No, he's a good boy. Hey, <laughs> uh, wait, I'll go bring him
Hello, Duffy. What? There's a package from you arriving for me, and I shouldn't open it until Christmas. A present for me? Are you sure this is Duffy? <laughs> well, uh, Duffy, I'm flabbing. You're flabbing. <laughs> well, gee, thanks. Uh, and by the way, uh, uh, did, did you receive my present yet? Well, it's uh, probably in the mail. Mm. I'll call you back. Holy cat, Eddie. Duffy bought me a present. I, I, I gotta get something from him. I gotta get something. What, what should I... Let me see. Europa. I got it. What? I'll send him one of my portraits. Uh, have you got a pen, Eddie? Yeah. Thanks. Uh, I'll autograph it, you know. It's something nice. Uh, let's see. To my dearest employer, good old Duffy, in fun appreciation for all I have done for you. Fine, <laughs> Archie. Hey, Archie. Yeah, Mr. Bailey. Do you think that the picture is enough of a... Listen, Bailey, he's the boss. Naturally, I can't send him as good a present as he's sending me. Uh, <clears throat> after all, with the kind of dull stuff he's got, you know, and an expensive present, there's no skin off his flint. <laughs> Say, Archie, wouldn't it be wonderful if around this time of year he sent you a, a lovely warm scarf? A scarf? Well, <laughs> Bailey, I'm funny that way. You know, I'd rather warm myself over a gold cigarette lighter. Well, as long as it's something that keeps you warm. Don't forget, Archie, the cold sneezing is here. Would you mind to repeat that, please? I said the cold sneezing is here. The cold sneezing is here. <laughs> Bailey, that joke snakes. <laughs> but... Yeah, Finnegan. Uh, it's my brother, Wilford. Uh, you remember him, Mark. Oh, certainly. Hello, Wilford, my boy. Hello. My, you uh, certainly have been growing. Doesn't that strike you as an entirely normal procedure? Well, 
That's how it goes. Uh, uh, well, how are things in school, Wilfred? Uh, are your teachers learning you lots of stuff? Archie, they're not learning me. They're teaching me. Oh. <laughs> well, that's what they're there for. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're looking fine, Wilfred. Very manly. Are you eating good? Uh... Yes, I get sufficient nourishment, thank you. Well, you know, uh... You got to eat good if you want to grow up to be a big, strong man like your Uncle Archie. <laughs> you know how I got this physique of mine? Malnutrition. <laughs> yes, sir, and plenty of it. <laughs> yep, Wilfred, I always eat lots of bread, potatoes, uh, pancakes. Well, I'm on a diet that precludes carbohydrates. What say? Starches. I'm not permitted to have starches. Well, that's right, Wilfred. Starches ain't good for you. You know, they make your stomach stiff. <laughs> well, uh, see, anyways, Wilfred. Uh... Oh, well, I said start the music. Wilfred, you're in for a big treat. Bob Gray, my singer, who is also a college man, has brought over a few of his... Uh... Sorority brothers here. Uh, they're going to treat us with a Christmas carol. Uh, go on, fellas, sing and make it Christmassy. Huh? Silent night, holy night, all is calm, all is Good to see you again. I trust that uh, you and I can pick up our acquaintance from whence we left. Let's go. I'm sure we can. My revulsion is undiminished. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks, Monty, old boy. Old boy, old boy. 
This is the first time I have ever heard of contempt breeding familiarity. <laughs> I wish I knew if he was smiling. Uh, Murphy, uh, why, uh, why is it that you take this anti-gnastic uh, uh, attitude towards me? Well, frankly, I think of you as a possible menace to my future. Me? Oh, <laughs> Why? Well, someday, when I am too old to play juvenile, yeah. I, I may want to go back to my old profession, instructor of English. But by the time you're through with it, I may find myself teaching a dead language. <laughs> Well, you know, it's a lucky thing for you that that was a veiled insult. My eyes, I did see. Hey, mister, that's a funny place to wear a grass skirt. <laughs> oh, the darn thing always hikes up. Finnegan, please, no remarks, Kay, about the beaver, Kay. Oh, I apologize, mister. So I promise I won't tell you about your beard again. Uh, after all, I'm the uh, yeoman. <laughs> Sir, you presume. Uh, look, I'm sorry, Monty, but I hope you'll understand. You know, uh, you know, the guy takes a look at that. Finnegan, put down that match. Oh, right, let me do it. I never gave a guy a hot beard. <laughs> Oh, beat it, will you, Finnegan? I'm having enough trouble with this guy. Uh, Monty, uh, tell me something. Uh, what are you doing Christmas Eve? Well, we have an old custom in our family. I always take Grandma to the fight. <laughs> well, that's very sweet, but the fights get out pretty early. Now, here's what I had in mind. Uh, how would you like a part here on Christmas Eve playing the part of... Playing the part of what? Monty, well, we have a bite to eat. <laughs> Eddie, how about some refreshments for Mr. Woolley? Uh, Just a moment. I eat here, <laughs> I'd sooner die. No, there is no sooner way. <laughs> Just a second, Eddie. Uh, Mr. Woolley, Mr. Woolley, don't let Eddie brighten you. The food isn't that bad. Well, have you, sir, ever eaten in this cadaver's commissary? <laughs> Well, Duffy's is no writ. Do tell. Monty. Yes? Uh, Monty, you see, every Christmas Eve, we have a big party here at Duffy's. You know, the joint is full of kids. They come down to get their fathers, you know. <laughs> and uh, we have a Christmas tree and wreaths around, and every kid gets a candied pig's foot. And, uh... I usually write a Christmas pageant. You can write? Like a whiz. Uh, now, the only thing we yet ain't got set yet. Well, now, what is it? What is it that you yet ain't got set yet? <laughs> Santa Claus. Now, just a second, you Brooklyn Noel coward. Now... <laughs> Please, Monty, don't get excited and, uh... Uh, by the way, uh, Brooklyn and Noel don't go with each other anymore. Uh, look, playing the part of Santa Claus, it'd be so much fun, and, and look what a challenge it'd be for you as a, a des pedestrian. A challenge? Well, sure, it'd be the toughest role of your career. You playing a sweet guy. And, uh, 
When you give out them toys to them little kids, think of the thrill you'll get out of it. Yes, yes. I can already feel the patter of tiny feet on my face. Look, <laughs> Martha. Wait, you was a kid once yourself, wasn't you? There's no record of it. Ah, <laughs> oh, wait. Gee, if, if you could just talk to one of them kids and see what it's like... Uh, wait a minute. Hey, Finnegan, is your kid brother Wilfred still here? Oh, yeah. Good. Uh, Wilfred, uh, come here. I want you to meet Santa Claus. Now, listen, you... Look, Monty, what can you lose? Just kid the kid along a little. Uh, did you call me, Archie? Yep, Wilfred. I got a great treat for you. Guess who this is. Wilfred, this is Santa Claus. Mm. Well, well, well. Not the Santa Claus. <laughs> That's right, young man. Uh... Uh, ho, ho, ho. <laughs> well, son, I'll be coming down your chimney Christmas Eve. Well, thank you very much. But we have an oil burner. <laughs> uh, say, Mr. Claus, I understand you live up at the North Pole. I do? Oh, yes, I do. You know, of course, that the average temperature of the North Pole is estimated at... 70 to 90 degrees below zero Fahrenheit. Well, it does get a bit nippy. <laughs> but then one can always grab a snort of... Uh, Sandy! Snort of Sandy, of course, only drink soft drinks, Wilfred. That's right, that's right, Wilfred. Very soft. Cotton gin. <laughs> yes, Wilfred, now see that you're a good boy, because on Christmas Eve, Santa Claus calls on every good little boy and girl. How did you know where they live? Well, they, you know, has all their numbers in a little red book. Yeah, yeah, it's some mighty fine numbers in that little red book. <laughs> oh, this is so ridiculous. Preposterous. Huh? Wilfred, you don't mean that you believe in Santa Claus? Oh, Archie, please. It's an amusing legend. It's rather pleasant, this Santa Claus. But this man plays him so badly. Why are you... Now, not... take it easy, honey. Honey, leave go of the kid's throat. Wilfred, put down them tweezers. So what, Marty? You know, the kid's a bit of a critic. Please leave me. Get out of here. <laughs> Look, Marty, I, I'm, I'm sorry it turned out like this, but... Don't you, don't be silly. I'll be happy to be here Christmas Eve. You will? Yes, playing Santa Claus with Wilfred, with a bag slung over my shoulder. And do you know what I hope to have in that bag? What? Wilfred. <laughs> Goodbye. And now, you lousy little genius. <laughs> now, Archie, please, you don't actually expect an educated man of eight to believe it. Santa Claus. Don't I? Look, Wilfred, maybe there ain't no real Santa Claus with no red coat jumping down chimney. Okay. But there is uh, something that a kid like you should get wise to. Something that kind of makes people do wonderful things for each other at Christmas time, and I like to call it Santa Claus. Well, it's something inside of all of us, kid, that if we're right guys... We'll turn each one of us into a Santa Claus, see? With every guy loving his fellow guy and working with him to bring goodwill into the world. Peace and kids. Don't tell me that there ain't no that kind of a Santa Claus. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's sounding, Mr. Archer. And hey, this package just come for you. Oh, yeah? Let me look. Hey, it's my present from Sophie. Now, Wilfred, here is what I'm talking about. This package says don't open till Christmas, but I want to teach you a lesson. Okay? So I'll open it. <laughs> now, here's a guy named Duffy. You know, he's mean, stingy, cheap, and yet, at Christmas time, he changes and gives me this. this. this picture of himself. <laughs> Autograph to my dear employee, Archie. Where was I, Wilfred? Oh, yeah, you see? Maybe there ain't no real Santa Claus with no red coat chim- chim- chimneys, but I believe that... The- Duffy Sovereign. Oh, hello, Duffy. By the way, Duffy, thanks for that picture. It's, uh, you know, it's just the kind of a thing I wouldn't have bought for myself. <laughs> so, Merry Christmas to you and Mrs. Duffy and, and all of our friends. Go on, Duffy. Radio Service.